Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. I once conned a pro athlete into making a pros and cons list about me. Only to get back a list of cons from him, Perna. I will not reveal who that athlete is because I am a professional journalist. But let's just say he's dead. Today, though, I want to bring you some quick info about the top quarterbacks who will be drafted April 23rd or 24th or 25th. Some will have the honor of hearing Roger Goodell read their name from his basement. The lucky ones will be drafted day two. The 2020 draft will already be unlike anything we have ever seen. Couple that with a very intriguing draft class, and we should have three solid days of football entertainment and bizarre storylines like... Jalen Hurts losing his job to Tua Tungavailoa, who got hurt more than Hurts. Or that we have Jordan Love and Josh Love and Jalen Hurts in the same draft class. That's Love, Love, Hurts. Or that the only top quarterback whose first name doesn't start with the J is Tua. Oh, fuck. Pros and cons. That's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football, that's good. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, that bet would be a losing bet. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. Okay. Quarterbacks. Let's learn a little bit about them. This is like the poor man's guide to quickly learning about the top quarterbacks in the draft. I mostly did this for myself, so I don't sound like an idiot when the draft starts. Joe Burrow, king shit of the draft. Joe Burrow is probably the best quarterback prospect we've seen in a while. He is pretty much a shoe-in to go number one to the Bengals. He threw 60 touchdowns last year, went undefeated, and had no trouble with Clemson in the national championship game. He's the most accurate deep ball passer in this draft class. 1,711 of his uh, 5,668 passing yards were deep passing yards. His pro comparison from Pro Football Focus is Tony Romo, so expect him to date today's equivalent of Jessica Simpson, either Camilla Cabello or Justin Bieber. Now, Joe was a Tiger at LSU, will be a Bengal in the NFL, which is just rich people fancy words for Tiger. If Netflix released The Bengal King, I would have thought it was a spinoff of Downton Abbey or a Boomer Esiason pornographic film. Shot in the Ritz, of course. Now, Burrow only had one season of elite play, but it made him the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck and also turned Mel Kuyper Jr. into the biggest advocate for Cincinnati since the Ohio River kept the city from officially being part of Kentucky. I hear this garbage. All, everybody wants to spew about the Bengals and it's the horrible place to go. It's awful. You got no chance for a quarterback to have success. What are you dreaming? You want to just throw out inaccurate information? Fine, but it it makes me sick. So Joe's pros. (laughs) Pro had pretty much a flawless year at LSU. 
Pro, perfect field vision. Pro, rose from a day three pick to potentially first overall in one season. Cons, definitely started using some kind of quarterback steroids last year. It's hard to explain how good he he got out of nowhere. Con, smoking cigars puts him at risk. At risk of cancer and joining a country club. Con, looks like the villain in an early 2000s broad comedy. Moving on to Tua Tungavailoa, who was supposed to be the number one pick until Joe Burrow came out of nowhere. Either way, he's got a national championship under his belt, some insane stats, and Trent Dilfer thinks he's the best player to ever pick up a football. What did Dilfer say, exactly? Two is the best prospect he's ever studied and that Tua throws better than Dan Marino and Aaron Rodgers. High praise, considering they are two of the greatest passers in NFL history. Now, based on the size of his calves in this photo, I personally don't think there are any more injury concerns for Tua, ever. There's no way any defender is taking those tree trunks down. Really, his injuries are the big concern which is a huge concern. And if the Dolphins don't take him, which I think they will, we will know for sure NFL teams value health over talent. I think where things get a little crazy is if a team trades up ahead of the Dolphins to take Tua, or if the Dolphins have to move up to take him, because we don't know how any of this quarterback shit's gonna play out when the draft actually starts. Tua didn't even play a full season, and he still had more passing touchdowns last year than Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, and Jalen Hurts. So I still think he's the second best prospect in this draft. Pros, great timing and accuracy. Pro, excellent leader with strong character. Pro, recovering quickly from a hip injury. Pro, has an N in his last name, even though you can't see it. And you never want your quarterback too transparent. Cons, basically everyone he threw to is a first round draft pick. Con, might feel left out being the only lefty in the NFL. Con, why the fuck do you pronounce his last name with an N? Con. May see Trent Dilfer in his dreams in a weird Freddy Krueger type scenario. Then we've got Justin Herbert out of Oregon. He has a tall drink of water. He has the physical tools, good awareness, and at six foot six is probably keeping John Elway up at night. But not in a Freddy Krueger way, in a wet dream kind of way. Now Herbert has been linked to the Dolphins and the Chargers most commonly, but I don't think either of those teams should take him in the first round. I saw this tweet from Brett Coleman stating Justin Herbert has 99 problems, but a screen pass ain't one. Sorry, that's what I would have tweeted with with no context. Herbert threw 99 screen passes last season, which means 23.2% of his passes were screens. For Coleman, that's 5% higher than Kyler Murray, who had the highest rate of all NFL QBs. The Panthers already signed Teddy Bridgewater, of course, or I would suggest Herbert go to Carolina to pair with screen-catching god Christian McCaffrey. Herbert's biggest knock is his consistency. He's shown he can be great, and he's played like a quarterback you'd take a flyer on in the fifth round to replace Joe Flacco. He'll be drafted early, but is the biggest mystery player in terms of how good he will be in the NFL, in my opinion. Pros has a rocket arm with a laser scope. Pro, no sales tax in Oregon. So he doesn't need the money. Pro, had the privilege of playing with Throckmorton. Pro, has never thrown more than eight picks in a season. Con, when has there ever been a good quarterback taller than six foot five? Con, looks like the moody lead singer of an alt country band. Con, generally shitty mechanics and leadership. Then we've got Jake Fromm out of Georgia. 
Now, he isn't the most impressive quarterback physically, uh, sort of a game manager, but that could be what a lot of teams need right now. He's been linked to the Patriots, mostly because he's the only quarterback that's checked down more than Tom Brady the last three years. <laughs> Fromm will probably go day two. Uh, Fromm's greatest attribute may be that he doesn't take too many unnecessary sacks, but with Andrew Thomas protecting you, I'm not sure uh, how that will translate into uh, the NFL if he's on a team with a bad offensive line. Pros, start in a Peter Berg production, QB1. Pro, led Georgia to a national championship as a true freshman. Pro, excellent handoffs to Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb, and DeAndre Swift. Pro, beat out Justin Fields and Jacob Eason somehow. Pro comparison is Chase Daniel, who has done less than any quarterback and made the most money except for maybe Sam Bradford. Cons, has also been compared to Alex Smith post broken leg. Con, his Twitter is at Jake from State From, when it should be at Jake from State Farm. Secret Pro, had the foresight not to mention State Farm in his Twitter name so he can do endorsement deals with other insurance companies. Liberty Mutual? Geico, anyone? Moving on, Jordan Love. Again, not to be confused with Josh Love, also a quarterback in this draft, which Pro Football Focus is calling the quarterback Sleeper. When they say, give love a chance in this draft, please just yell at your screen, which fucking one. Now, Jordan Love had a huge year in 2018 that got him on team's radars, but got a little sloppy in 2019 and showed that he might not be as sure of a pick as he seemed. His interceptions increased from six to 17 and his touchdowns dropped from 32 to 20. Still, he has super impressive physical traits and a cannon for an arm that will almost certainly make him a first rounder. Maybe, possibly. Pro, dynamic mobility and arm strength. Pro, excellent porn star name. Pro, majored in human movement science. Should be good for scrambling. Pro, if you combine his last two years, he threw for 6,969 yards in college. Con, threw 17 interceptions in the Mountain West Conference. Con, has anyone actually watched a Utah State game? Con, has been compared to Patrick Mahomes which is a nice way of saying he doesn't have good mechanics but can throw the ball far. Then we've got Jalen Hurts. As a freshman, he lost a close game to Deshaun Watson in the national championship three years ago. Since then, he led Alabama to another title game uh, appearance where he was replaced by Tua at halftime, spent a year as a backup, then transferred to Oklahoma where he had a really strong season. Hertz is a probable day two pick, but could sneak into the end of the first round. His completion percentage was close to 70 in 2019, and he threw 32 tutties to just eight picks. Now I know Brett Coleman has Hertz ahead of Herbert in his QB rankings, and also pointed out his downfield passing rate is the best in this class. 45% of his passes went for 10 plus air yards, which means Hertz isn't scared to throw the ball downfield and his accuracy downfield on 10 uh, plus yard passes is third best. Brett Coleman's ultimate point is Jalen can throw the fucking ball, which is also my second pro for Hertz. Pro, don't it? Pro, good teammate even after being replaced by Tua. Pro, probably wanted to kill Nick Saban, showed incredible restraint. Cons, has a slow release, something I've never been accused of. Con, best season was against Big 12 competition. 
not SEC. Con, bad loss to LSU, showed massive disparity between him and Joe Burrow. Then we've got a couple quarterbacks on the outside looking in. I'm talking Cole McDonald, who comes from a pass-heavy Hawaii offense where he put up good numbers in the Mountain West Conference. That usually does not translate right away to the NFL, but with the success of Gardner Minshew, teams may be more willing to go after air raid quarterbacks. Expect McDonald to go in the late rounds. He'd be a great backup to Kyler Murray, even though the cards don't have a need at that position. He threw 33 touchdowns and rushed for seven last season as a junior. He does have great arm strength and had nine completions of 40 or more yards, which was better than even Joe Burrow. McDonald, pros, went to Hawaii, probably super chill, and can throw sandy football. Pro, can run pretty fast, also in the sand, even though he looks like the least mobile quarterback in the draft. Pro, looks like Trevor Lawrence after several bong rips. Pro, had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. Con, going from Hawaii to mainland, have to wonder about the language barrier. Con, technically I'm supposed to write Hawaii with that apostrophe, and that's a lot of work. Could see GMs not even wanting to bother. Con, makes way too many bad decisions on the field, got benched in 2019. Uh, Con, too much eye black, could be considered problematic. Then we've got Jacob Eason, who transferred from Georgia to Washington, where he sat behind Jake Browning for a year before finally taking the starting job and putting up a 23 to eight touchdown to interception ratio. When you watch Eason's good plays, he looks like the most impressive passer in this draft. But the whole package shows that there are are a lot of things for him to work on. Eason will likely end up in the second round to a team that can let him sit for a while. Best fit, as is any quarterback in this draft, the Patriots. And yes, mainly because he completed 130 of 178 passes in the 0 to 9 yard range. And finally, we've got Anthony Gordon the successor to the majestic Gardner Minshew at Washington State. He's not nearly as ruggedly alluring, but his last season at Wazoo would suggest a little magic in his own right. In the laziest analysis you will find outside of this show, SB Nation has the headline, Anthony Gordon could be the next Gardner Minshew. Because... They, like, totally went to the same school. Just because two guys play the same position at the same school doesn't make them similar. That's like saying Justin Herbert could be this year's Marcus Mariota. Oh. Wait, that actually make That could be true. Honestly, Mike Leach, former head coach of Washington State, deserves a lot of credit for developing Gordon and Minshew. Pro, former 36-round pick of the New York Mets. Pro will benefit from Minshew mania. Pro, tough in the pocket and gets rid of the ball quickly. Pro, threw for 5,563 yards last season. Pro, was number one in screen passing yards, even though I shit on that earlier. Cons, was number one in screen passing yards. Con, only seven rounds in the NFL draft. Con, only started one season and it wasn't as impressive as Joe Burrow. Con, his uncle is Greg Reynolds, who the Colorado Rockies picked ahead of Evan Longoria. Con, doesn't have ideal size or arm strength. And there you have it, an idiot's guide to understanding some of the top quarterbacks and a couple fringe guys heading into the draft. And yes, we will be live Thursday during the draft, Will and I announcing the picks as they are uh, announced. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. 
It's football, that's good. 